Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for the 5th of June 2023. Happy Monday to you, ladies and gentlemen, if it doesn't sound like, if I sound a little bit different, it's because something, I don't know, some frog in my throat or some some mucus in my nose. I don't know what the hell's going on. I thought I shook this thing a week ago, but it never really went away. And so it's uh, my sexy voice. That's right, ladies. You're welcome. And to whoever men out there enjoy it, you're welcome as well. So, yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show. Appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing, telling a friend, all that good stuff. Appreciate you doing that. Keep doing that, please, if you don't mind. Um, make sure you subscribe, or I guess they call it follow, on like iTunes and whatever else you got there. You don't even have to listen to it on iTunes, but if you just subscribe there, that'd be awesome. And uh, while you're there, if you could, wouldn't mind writing a, a quick little five-star review, I'd much appreciate it as I'm yelled at by cats. We just got back from Michigan. Uh, had to deal with yard work around my dad's house. There's a fire. We had to drive through up in uh, Traverse City. Well, coming back from Traverse City, there's a big fire in... Uh, central lower peninsula the upper part of the lower peninsula of michigan lots of smoke hopefully it's out that was a disaster but anyway we're back now hopefully my and i think maybe this throat thing might have to do with kicking up all the dust and all the garbage that goes with a bunch of yard work in a place where everything's bone dry all right, I want to get to a few things before we get on with the pro, or before we uh, end already. And I know we're just, just started, dude. What are you doing? And you've given, I've gotten your emails. And like, what is the show going to be a half an hour from now? No, the show's not going to be a half an hour from now on. The show's a half an hour when I'm on vacation, unless something major happens, just because, well, not always, or something else is going on. Sometimes you just can't do a full show. Um, I mean, you can, I suppose, but. Um, when I'm trying to relax, especially trying to fight off a bug, I try to take it easy. So there you go. We'll be back to hopefully full-throated, full-volume-full hour starting tomorrow as I begin to catch up on the news. But I want to talk about this. The careful what you wish for crowd. <clears throat> the left. You ever notice it's the left that always falls for this? Now, it's always we're always accused that right-wingers are... Uh, <laughs> right wingers are hypocrites, horrible, horrible hypocrites. Blah 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 blah. Left loves to throw the hypocrite tag around. The difference, I mean, leftists are hypocrites too, wild hypocrites. The difference is, it's a virtue for them. It's a selling point. You know, like, capitalism is horrible. And like, but then you just bought your third mansion, Bernie. Yeah, no, I know. But capital, evils of capital. It's okay to be mad about capitalism. Can I be mad about your hypocrisy? No. See, liberals benefit when they're hypocrites. When conservatives are hypocrites, there's a fall from grace. Then, you know, good. <laughs> if you're a, a freaking fraud, I would like you exposed and I'd like you ruined. So the fact that somebody's a oh, family values, family value, and they got a couple of women on the side, I ruin them. I've got no sympathy for them. But they're ostracized generally, not always. And people say, what about Trump? Lefties, I can hear him saying, what about Trump? What about Trump? What about 
Trump doesn't moralize. That's the difference. Trump isn't out there talking about family values. That's not his bag. Nobody would believe it if he tried. And I appreciate the honesty from him in that sense. It's like, yeah, this is who I am. Yeah, I did it. So what? So what? (laughs) It's refreshing. But when a leftist is a hypocrite, they personally benefit. They personally benefit. Except for when it comes to certain policy things. Then they're just, they look like whiny little D-bags. And that's what Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, looks like. Gavin Newsom is wildly upset that some illegal aliens were flown to California. Yes, that's right. How dare anybody? Who flew these sweet, sweet, nourishing illegal aliens to California? They couch it in a way to pretend to give a damn. You're like, well, I'm just, what if, I don't know if they were flown here, if they wanted to come here, or what have you. But, uh, yeah, no, you can go to hell, pal. KSBW out in Monterey, California has the story. California Governor Gavin Newsom released a statement on Saturday regarding a group of migrants from Texas who were dropped off in front of a church in Sacramento without warning. Well, what do you need warning for? Why, they're the salt of the earth. Hey, warning, heads up. We're about to massively stimulate your local economy because we've been told by all of you leftists that realistically the best thing and really the only good thing to... uh, happen economically is that when illegal aliens show up, they're an economic boom. Why? There's no data to back that up. A whole bunch of people working for cash at sub-minimum wage rates, taking jobs from Americans, and then causing havoc in the school system. I'm not really sure. I'm not an economist. I don't know how that translates into a boon for the economy, however, but you know, what do I know? They want a heads up that their economy is about to spike. Maybe in California it's because they want to tax it. Who knows? In a statement, Newsom said that he and Attorney General Rob Bonta met with more than a dozen migrants and learned that they were taken from Texas to New Mexico and then flown to Sacramento on a private jet. Wow. I've never flown on a private jet. And these guys, they, they're in the country 20 minutes. Quote, we are working closely with the mayor's office along with local and non-profit partners to ensure that these people who have arrived are treated with respect and dignity and get to their intended destinations as they pursue their immigra- immigration cases, Newsom's statement read. Well, then why are you whining like a little girl with a skinned knee? Newsom's administration and the California Department of Justice are working together to determine who paid for the travel of the migrants and whether they were misled, given false promises, or kidnapped. Or kidnapped. Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg released a statement of his own Saturday to address the situation surrounding the migrants. Quote, human trafficking is not only despicable, it's a felony. I urge the appropriate authorities to investigate how 16 vulnerable people were lured to travel from El Paso, Texas to Sacramento. Whoever is behind this must answer the following. Is there anything more cruel than using scared human beings to score cheap political points steinberg said yeah there is uh, ignoring american law that's pretty cruel ignoring american law at the expense of your constituents yeah it's kind of the equivalent of like peeing on somebody's leg and telling them it's raining so spare me 
I love the the selective outrage, though. It's terrible. It's terrible. How anybody? You're a sac. You're a uh, a sanctuary city inside a sanctuary state. The state of California is the biggest, most welcoming sanctuary state of them all. Why would they not want more people? More and more and more. They should, right? Are they not welcoming? They're very concerned. Were these people kidnapped? Were they kidnapped? No, they came to this country illegally, and you jackasses are pretending that they have some sort of legitimate asylum claim. There's no circumstance under which these people have a legit asylum claim. None. None on this earth, anyway. But that ain't going to stop them. Nothing's going to stop them. Why would it? They've won. Essentially, they've won. They're not going anywhere. So they might as well be sent to some place that wants them. I sure as hell don't want them. No sane state wants them. They are a massive drag on the economy. They are a massive, horrible, awful drag. And just considering what we've had uh, after COVID, they are a horrible drag on the education system. Do we really need more of that? Is there anybody saying we should be importing more people who are illiterate in their native tongue and can't read or write in our language? Hell, our education system is already producing those people. We don't need to import them. So, yeah, Gavin Newsom, wipe your little tears, cry and squirt some more if you need to, and then get over yourself. This is what you want to unleash on everybody else. But I do love a 16 people, 16 people. 16 people has got the governor, the attorney general, and the mayor, and all of the media's panties fully in a wad absolutely fully in a wad how dare anybody 16 people oh that's too bad that's a horrible shame so yeah good luck to you gavin i don't know who sent them in that private jet they could send the private jet to me i'd appreciate it the hell out of it but you know what i'm okay with illegals flying private to california give them all to california Hell, give California back. Make California its own country. Oh, but what about... I don't care. I honestly don't care. (laughs) Screw California. These morons keep voting. They had a chance to get rid of Gavin Newsom and they didn't take it. Am I supposed to care what happens to them after that? And I know. I know there are lots of people listening out in California. Nothing personal. I would help you flee to the United States of America. But... The state is a lost cause, not permanently, but so severely enough that sometimes an example has to be made. Sometimes an example has to be made. Speaking of which, speaking of examples, you see this? It's a sad day in media. Oh, man. Pour a little out here in my V8 cup, but it's empty. Can't pour any. I wouldn't pour it on the carpet anyway. But um, Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd is leaving leaving meet the press it's a sad sad time in america or something actually nobody really cares but i kind of find it funny here's uh, here's good old chuck so i leave feeling concerned about this moment in history but reassured by the standards we've set here we didn't tolerate propagandists and this network and program never will but it doesn't mean sticking your head in the sand either if you ignore reality you'll miss the biggest story Being a real political journalist isn't about building a brand. 
It's about reporting what's happening and explaining why it's happening and letting the public absorb the facts. If you do this job seeking popularity, you are doing this job incorrectly. I take the attacks from partisans as compliments. And I take the compliments from partisans with a grain of salt. The goal of this and every Meet the Press episode is to do all of the following in one informative hour. Make you mad. Make you think. Shake your head in disapproval. And nod your head in approval. If you do all of that in one hour of this show, we've done our job. What the hell does that even mean? I want to make you mad. I want to make you happy. I want to make you come over and uh, rake my leaves. I want to make you uh, come over here and uh, what? No. How about just inform? It doesn't matter if somebody agrees with you or disagrees with you or is happy about the news or is not happy about the news. You're supposed to seek the truth. You never did that, Chuck. We won't tolerate partisans. We won't tolerate it. No. What that meant was when Chuck Todd announced that they would no longer be inviting on anybody who questioned climate change. That was it. We will not tolerate anybody. We will not tolerate anybody who does not agree with Zofio's assessment that the climate is changing and the only way forward is to have more government power. The Reichstag is burning, and by burning I mean it is being rained on because of the climate. We must do everything to help the state. Well, Chuck, I, actually I knew you were a fraud, and your wife is a democratic activist who's made a fortune off of the likes of Bernie Sanders. It's not even just, I work for run-of-the-mill Democrats. She works for Bernie Sanders. She runs that kind of consulting firm. So, yeah, we know where you're coming from, Chuck. When Chuck Todd took over Meet the Press, I think he took it over from David Gregory. The show still, I think with the will of David Gregory, people still watched the show. Under Chuck Todd, they didn't. Under Chuck Todd, they tried to expand it to a a six-day-a-week show, and everybody looked at each other and said, who in the hell wants this much Chuck Todd? Nobody. So they took his show. You can tell it was bad. Ratings went way down. And they took his daily show off of MSNBC. They took it. It's gone. It's now on the streaming service. I don't think he'll be doing that either. Kristen Welker will be taking over come September. So we've got a whole summer of self-righteousness to listen to the Ginger Avenger lecture everybody about how morally superior he is to everybody. Um, But realistically, he should have been fired years ago. As you take over a ship that is sailing and you batter it full of holes and start sinking it. That is not a good business model. But in liberalism, you fail up. He's not going to be leaving NBC News or MSNBC. They have no standards. Why would they get rid of him? He's going to become the chief political analyst. Now, what's really funny is as an analyst, your job is distinctly and expressly not news. News, at least what it used to mean, was to gather and disseminate information to inform your audience about any particular given story or set of events throughout the course of a day. An analyst tells you what to think about it, why it matters to them, and why it should matter to you. He is lecturing you there in that clip about being a political journalist and political journalism, blah, 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 blah. 
And he is none of those things. Chuck Todd, if anything, is a real big part of the problem with journalism today, that he could look at what he did to, and he helped set the standard over there at MSNBC. He, he helped lower the bar, that he could do that without a sense of irony, without a care in the world, and then leave acting as though he's holding his head high, that he did a wonderful thing, that he did a great job, that Tim Russert, that you couldn't power the entirety of the eastern seaboard if you hooked a turbine up to Tim Russert's casket right now, is laughable. He ruined that brand. The longest-running show in television history is a joke, in no small part, because Chuck Todd took over it because Chuck Todd had it. That's that simple. End of story. So he'll be missed by somebody, I'm sure, but um, not me. Not me. Um, my throat is really, my voice keeps getting worse and worse and worse. I won't burden you with it for too much longer. I just want to I, I want to play a clip from Dr. Phil. It's a montage uh, I think it was the end wokeness account on uh, Twitter that set this around. It's just absolutely brilliant because you got leftists running. It's it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Um, leftists running around talking about oh, it's a dangerous time to be. Gay. It's nothing of the sort. Never been a better time to be gay. The people who actually had the gay people who actually had to fight for equality are looking at you and just spitting. Just out of disgust. Oh, it's all press. Like, shut up, you spoiled little brat. Um, but as the left runs around, he goes, "Oh, we're banning this. We're banning that. Oh, the right. They're trying to ban stores. And they're trying to ban books. And they're trying to do this, that, and the other thing. And nothing could be further from the truth. Just trying to keep some of, some of the sicker things that leftists do from children." You know, it doesn't seem like too much to ask, but they have the, they operate on the cigarette company model. Hook them while they're young, right? Groom them while you're young. Once you start grooming, you got to start grooming them younger. What was it? I am Jazz, that Jazz Jennings uh, kid. He was uh, convinced that he's a girl by the age of four, I think it was. Sick, sick people. Well, if you really, when they talk banning books, banning books, Ron DeSantis is banning books down in Florida. Oh, no. I'm going to talk about a book ban, Associated Press. Salt Lake City is the dateline. The good book is being treated like a bad book in Utah after a parent frustrated by efforts to ban materials from schools convinced a suburban district that some Bible verses were too vulgar or violent for children and the Book of Mormon could be next. See, leftists can't leave things alone. If they don't get their way, they're going to ruin it for everybody. The kind of guy who gets absolutely hammered in a bar, in a restaurant, causes a big scene, complete jackass, an embarrassment to everybody in his party and around him. And finally, finally, after a couple of racial slurs and a, hey, show us your boobs comments to the waitress, he's asked to leave. And rather than just get up and walk out, they get up and they bang into everything. They knock over. Oh, I'll leave. You want me out of here? Knocking over a plate. I'll get out of here. Smacking a drink run. They're that kind of people. That's who we're dealing with here. If you don't see why 
graphic novels and not just graphic in the sense that they are the descriptions are graphic but graphic in the sense that there are drawings illustrating what's going on depictions of oral sex between adults and children and all sorts of other sick things that I don't want to get into if you don't find that inappropriate for little kids then you should probably be on an FBI list somewhere. Somebody should be watching you all the time. Oh, it's a police state. Nah, you know what? I'm okay with a little bit of police state when it comes to somebody who's showing the outward signs of wanting to touch kids. Oh, no, I'd never do that. Okay, well, then there's something really fundamentally wrong with you that you think that having no sorts of things around kids is a good thing. It's just simply not. And so they go, well, well, what about the Bible? I guarantee you, Utah might be unique. But the Bible is already banned. The Bible is in various libraries because it is the most popular book in all of human history. If a teacher took it out in a classroom and said, hey, we're going to read Leviticus, we're going to read Matthew, oh my God, the ACLU would spontaneously combust and uh, be sending wave after wave of suicide bombers. And you want to talk about a banned book in our public schools, actually banned. You watch what they do to the Bible. It'll be just a continuation of what they've already done to the Bible, all because most parents don't want blowjob how-tos in their elementary school libraries. They're sick people, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even making it up. It's a sad commentary. It's who these people are. It's what they are. So when you sit there and you, I get it. Every once in a while, I do too. Something happens and you're like, I have, man, that's terrible. You feel bad for something. And then just go, no, screw it. They voted. Oh, look at what happened to the people in California, like we talked about earlier. Well, you've already, you've voted for this. Not only did they elect Gavin Newsom, which was wildly stupid, they got a do-over. And they they kept him. They got a do-over, and they kept him. You don't have to be a fan of Larry Elder to go, a warm bucket of spit would be a better leader than Gavin Newsom. But no, they said overwhelmingly, we want to keep Gavin Newsom. Well, okay, then you get everything that comes with keeping Gavin Newsom. The problem is they won't leave normal people alone. And frankly, normal people have to start returning the favor. We really do. And that brings us to this clip, this montage from Dr. Phil. It is a fifth grade teacher named Roy, I believe. And it is brilliant. He calmly and dispassionately does uh, dissects these leftist trans activists. I, I don't want to set it up too much. We'll talk about it afterwards, but it is it is absolutely, it's chef's kiss worthy. Transgender boys who might not have their own money to go buy tampons, if they're provided free in the bathroom, it's, it's a huge plus. 
Men do not menstruate. Only women menstruate. Now you can call yourself whatever you don't want. Cis men don't menstruate, but trans men do menstruate. No, Same they as don't. Non-binary people. <clears throat> Only women. Menstruating is not exclusive yes, to cis is. women. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So explain you're, to me as to why my body menstruated. If you are, if your chromosomes are XX and you're young, you menstruate. <laughs> if you're XY, you don't. Correct, but what about trans men and non-binary? We're not excluding men. a whole group of they're, people. They're women dressed as men. You are not a man. You can pretend to be a man, and that's okay. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Live your life. And tell me what a man is. Well, what's a man to you? You define a man for me. You have chromosomes that are X and Y. That's what a man is. So why are we just looking at the the the, the science of this as an the example? Science. When when we've learned sex and gender identity are two very they're completely different things. They're not completely. They different are things. completely different. They're completely different words. And sex <laughs> is what you're born with. The sexual reproductive organs you have. Gender is what you identify with. They're completely different Well, I don't accept things. that distinction. You have to argue for it. You're just giving a conclusion. You're you're just making it up. People, the people who hate the truth, the people who hate the truth are because they see they see the truth as hateful. If if you want to identify in any way you can, you're free to do so. But that does not mean that the rest of us have to join that illusion. You disagree. I disagree with you, and so you call it hate. But there's no hate in my heart at all. So that's you、wrong. are being hateful when you tell somebody that identifies、okay. as a man that they're not a man. That's not that hateful. hateful. That's a fact. That's not hateful. That's a fact. I don't know who this guy is beyond this clip, but he's absolutely brilliant, and not just because he's echoing me, because of his tone. I could not have done. I don't know that I could have done it. In the same tone, I'm not sure I could have done it without swearing at these people, but I just do love it. Like, no, no, it's not hateful. It's just a fact. You're allowed to live however you want. Go ahead. Forcing me to do it, forcing anybody else to do it—that's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. So yeah, it is time to stop sitting back and leaving these people alone, leaving these leftists alone. They have not returned the favor. Ever maybe, but certainly not in the last twenty years. So to hell with them. Don't let them have a moment's peace. This is what democracy looks like. They scream and yell while trying to silence people. They have a three percent position, and they demand this is what democracy looks like. I don't know if they're just doing it out of irony or genuine stupidity. Either way, I could not care less. They do it from a place of evil and malice, or ignorance and stupidity. Doesn't matter. The end result is the same, so the tactic has to be the same. Going back at them. It's just the way I see it. It's the way I see it. I could be wrong, but I'm not. Anyway, my、uh, throat is、uh, not sounding super, not feeling super good, and my voice is wavering. So we'll do. Like I said, the contest is going to run this week. So it's、uh, Ray Lewis and Ryan Kilmead books. It's all explained at Patreon.com/slash/DerekHunterPodcast or DerekHunter.Locals.com, where you can support the program, support my voice, and、uh, I'll have a doctor's appointment already on、uh, in this week. So that's, I suppose, fortuitous to just get a checkup. And get some blood work done just to do the checkup, so I can be able to. Hopefully, it won't last that long. Hopefully, I'll be back to normal tomorrow, or、uh, my sexy voice, ladies, will return. Who knows? I appreciate you listening. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>